Hi there, and thank you so much for joining us on our very first episode of Florida Foodie. I'm Candice Campos. All right, let's talk food, shall we? Food is a part of everyone's everyday life. It's part of our traditions and our cultures. It impacts our health, our economy, and overall, our community. It's the big picture of food that we're hoping to explore on this podcast, looking at what it means for us here in Florida, but also what it means for everyone everywhere. We want to be your food for thought. So on this first episode, we're focusing on the community aspect of food. The Space Coast Seafood and Music Festival is coming up right here in Central Florida. It's four days of music and fun, and of course, the food. But this festival is a whole lot more than the sum of its parts. It's going to bring together thousands of people from across the state and the country, giving them a chance to try fresh, seasonal seafood caught by local fishermen and prepared right in front of them. So to tell us more about this festival, how it comes together, and what it means for everyone involved, we sat down with Giles Malone, the chairman of the festival. He also may hold the distinction of being the only British man in charge of a southern seafood festival. Here's our conversation with him. Hi, everybody. I'm Candace Campos from News 6. It's the official Florida Foodie Podcast. We're so excited to start this. And I'm with one of our producers extraordinaire, Thomas. Hello, all. And um, we have someone joined with us who has just a plethora of knowledge when it comes to Brevard and the beauty and all the fun stuff to do because there's plenty of stuff to do. Giles Malone, he's the chairman of the 2019 Space Coast Music Festival. There's a lot of food. There's a lot of music. Welcome. Thank you so much, Candice. It's so good to be with you guys and to come over and share with you what's happening on the coast. And there are some big things going on within the next couple of weeks. Give us a little uh, taste, I guess you could say, of what's going on. Very good taste. I like that, <laughs> foodie. Yes, yeah, so I'm ready to eat. You know? yeah. So we, we are, Our slogan at the Space Coast Seafood and Music Festival is seafood and eat it, right? I love it. Yeah, so that's, that's, that should be everyone's mantra. We right? have, yes. uh, we have uh, incredible variety of, of seafood coming from all over the country, from, from New England to California to Miami. They're all converging on Brevard County for the Space Coast Seafood and Music Festival, which is March 7th through the 10th. And there's going to be a lot of music, a lot of food as well. So mm-hmm. tell us, before we get into all of that, who is Giles Malone? I love the accent. I have to admit <laughs> I might be turning a little British after talking to you on the podcast. You do that so well. Oh, do I? Thank you. <laughs> well, actually, I'm, I'm a proud Brevardian. Um, actually graduated from Cocoa Beach High School back in the day. I was an exchange student. Really? I came over to Cocoa Beach High, and so um, quite a cultural change for me, but I've grown into a local now, so I'm president of my two companies here. We have um, uh, Brevard Productions, which is the main purveyor of big events on the coast, everything from the Space Coast State Fair to the Seafood Festival to the Humanitarian Awards and so on. So we really enjoy what we do, and we throw a big party you know, every now and again, and everyone comes <laughs> to it, and it's a big, like a big reunion. And you got sun and sand, so why not enjoy it with some music, too? So tell us everything we can expect when we go to this festival. Sure. So um, the Space Coast Seafood and Music Festival is actually born out of the Seafood Festival, which has started about 35 years ago at the port. Hmm. And it's grown so much now to where we have a new facility in Vieira, which is um, right in the middle of Brevard County, mm-hmm. really easy to get to from all points. So we have 30-acre event site there, and that's where the Seafood Festival will take place. And so it's four days of seafood, arts and crafts, all kinds of entertainment, uh, alligator wrestling, 
You know, motorcycle stunt show, Charlie Daniels, Travis Tritt, Molly Hatchett, the symphony orchestra, you know, it's just everything you could possibly imagine thrown into a big pot, mixed up with some spice, and we serve it up. <laughs> I love it. I have to imagine there can't be many events that include a symphony orchestra and alligator wrestling. That seems very uniquely Florida. <laughs> well, you know, we try to, you know, we sit around, our committee sits around, we think, right, what can we do to provide something for everyone at this festival? You know, so everyone likes to eat and drink and have a nice beverage, mm -hmm. but we have country music, we have Southern Rock, we have Symphony Orchestra, and we have reggae, world-class reggae with a band called Soja and Kimani Marley on Friday night. You know, so oh, we wow. have something for everyone. That's kind of what we like to serve up. And when you're talking about, you know, alligator wrestling and all this other stuff, it's really a, something for the entire family to come out and, and watch and see. Mm -hmm. That's a great point. Yeah, it's a family event, family style event. C children under the age of 10 are admitted free. Mm -hmm. And the uh, festival tickets are $8 in advance or $10 at the, uh, at the gate on the day of the show. So it's very affordable. It's family style. There'll be fair rides. There'll be games, you know, things for the children to do. There's a wonderful lady called uh, Carmen Neves, who's known as Panama Pearl. Panama Pearl? What does she do? Panama Pearl is the, <laughs> is the uh, sort of the swami of pirating in Florida. You know, that's actually a pirating, <laughs> like a, a association, a whole community all across the state. That are into pirates. They like, are into like pirates. Arc, that's right? it, are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll come up with those jokes in just a minute. <laughs> but you guys have to come over and dress like a pirate. Mm -hmm. And so Panama Pearl comes in. She has two authentic pirate ships that she sets up a whole pirate encampment. And, you know, with storytelling for the children and, and rum tasting for the adults. And everyone piles in and has a great time. And it's just, a, it's a whole sort of culture, the pirating culture. You think you'd be great as a pirate, Candace? I think so. I, I can see I, it. I, you can, a little wooden leg, a yeah, little eye patch. Yeah, exactly. How are you with parrots? Um, I don't like birds, actually. Oh, James, wow. so. you fit in too, I must say. <laughs> Jack Sparrow kind of look alike. Ooh, yeah. I can see oh, that, yeah. Thomas. That yeah. would be yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Oof, I yeah. get that sometimes. Yeah. I've, Maybe Johnny Depp 10 years ago, not necessarily Johnny Depp now. Um. <laughs> Actually, we have this sign out front of the, of the Space Ghost Daily Park right now where we're talking about all the different shows that are coming up. Mm -hmm. I had to throw a little joke in there. So what is a pirate's favorite soccer team? Ooh. Mm. Arsenal. Oh, that's, <laughs> you know, that's on the side. That's now. good. You know, if I would have been prepared, I would have had another one, but I can't think of okay. one off the top of my head. Work on that, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's a fantastic four days of fun, and uh, everyone's been working on it for about 12 months since the last oh, one. Wow. So uh, Thursday night, uh, we kick off the, uh, the Seafood Festival, March 7th, Thursday night, with a free concert with the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. They're amazing. <laughs> I've, I've watched them, I've heard them, and they're just so beautiful. Yeah, yeah they have 50-piece orchestra, and they have actually a lot of the talent coming from Orlando. Oh. A lot of the folks who sing over there at the Performing Arts Center are mm -hmm. coming over that night. So Aaron Collins, he's the empresario. He, he puts the whole thing together. And so the music of the night will be performed free concert that night, open up the festival. So you said this kind of got started 35 years ago, was kind of born out of another festival. Like, how, what's the, the difference from, like, then to now? Like, how's, how big of a change has it been? Yeah, great question. So the entertainment is mm -hmm. really, um, you know, what draws people from all over the state, mm -hmm. all over the region. We have people coming in from actually from all, all parts, north and south and east and west, they're coming in with their campers and they make a, a vacation of it because Charlie Daniels with Travis Tritt, you know, mm -hmm. that's a huge draw for oh, country yeah. music fans. You know, that's on Saturday night. I know Matt mm -hmm. Austin is extremely excited to meet them over the weekend. And New Six, we're going to be out there. Um, 
shaking hands and kissing babies, not the other way around. And it's going to be a fun, fun day. So we are talking Florida foodie. This is the name mm-hmm. of the podcast. We want to focus a little bit now on what type of food can we expect? Because that's what really brings me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. So um, let me just run through some of the vendors we have. We have mm. the Laughing Crab from New England has the best crab cake sandwiches you can ever imagine, all homemade mm-hmm. and delicious, made to order. Okay. That's the thing we really try to do is we, we, we have all these applications from vendors and we try to pick the ones who have unique items, are cooked fresh, cooked to order, and do a really beautiful job. So we've got the Laughing Crab, we have the California Seafood Market coming in, they've got the sort of fish you'd see out on the West Coast. And then uh, right from local, you know, from Port Canaveral, we have the vendors there from Atlantic Seafood Market and Wild Ocean Seafood Market. We'll be buying fish from there. And so um, everything from Italian ices, actually, we have a, a unique Italian ice person who, who, you know, you love those delicious things oh, on, a, yeah. on a hot day, right? <laughs> we have this, uh, this Taiwanese seafood that comes in from South Florida. Oh, wow. They're serving up beautiful Taiwanese-type dishes, really spicy hot soups and things like that. All fresh again. Mm-hmm. Really well done. And they actually have this rolled ice cream, Thai rolled ice cream. You ever I've heard of that? I've seen that, that yeah. like on Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. So we have the, the, the sweet and we have the, the fish. And then, of course, for the land lovers, we have great barbecue. We have a guy coming in from uh, West Florida to serve up ribs if you want those. You mm. know, if you don't like seafood, there's plenty to choose from. So the seafood is going to be outstanding, you know. And so people can come in. The prices are very reasonable. People can buy sort of order of crab nuggets for five bucks or they can buy all the way up to a full platter with lobster and all those delicious things for 20 bucks you know so the prices are affordable and uh, people can choose you know from such a wide variety all in one location Mm -hmm. you know it's not something you see you know, very often. So, I'm making here just a mental note here. So, bring my stretchy pants. Is basically what you're <laughs> what you're trying to say. I mean, and this is a huge impact on the economy. But another big impact economy was red tide. You guys got hit a little bit hard with with the out there in Brevard when it comes to red tide. How is that doing the whole seafood festival? How, how on is the that heels kind of, of that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. was there any concern that, that could like bring some sort of like a stigma to local seafood or anything like that? Yeah, you know, the good news is, um, you know, it's perception, right? Mm-hmm. But, but we uh, we actually live on the river down in Merritt Island, and, and the lagoon is really, uh, is, is very active. People are catching lots of fish out mm-hmm. there. I was actually on my dock uh, yesterday and looked down and saw, actually saw a snook, Ooh. which is a, kind of a rare sighting. So yeah. I, I kind of gauge things on that. But the Indian River Lagoon is, is, is healthy, uh, catching lots and lots of fish. You know, the lagoon is is most I read about it's the most diverse uh, estuary of its kind mm. in the country in North America. Four thousand three hundred species of animals in mm-hmm. that in the estuary, which is made up of the Mosquito Lagoon to the mm-hmm. north, and the uh, Indian River Lagoon, and then of course the the Banana River Lagoon to the east, where Cocoa Beach is. So you've got these three bodies of water that it all converge together. Very very important mm-hmm. body of water, but the health of it is good. You know, mm-hmm. they're catching lots of fish. Um, out in the ocean, the tremendous catches coming in out there as well. And if you go to Port Canaveral, there's um, Atlantic seafood and wild ocean seafood. You just walk in there and check out all the fish they you know, caught on the ships that day. And it's fascinating to see because you see so many different varieties. Yeah. You know? and, uh, but yeah, the river's doing great. We were a little concerned about it, but um, we're here to tell you that it's alive and well and, and people are catching fish just like they ever have. 
That's great. I mean, and you know, like you just you were oh, last summer, or or I should say later in the fall, we were seeing like you know those images, and not just here, but also like across the country, they made national news, like, those fish kills and stuff like that. So like to know that it's 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 dissipating. Just last week, I believe they said it's down to just background levels at this background point. Background levels, yeah. right? So I mean, so that's got to be a huge relief just for like the the fishing community as a whole uh, along the coast. Sure, I, I'm uh, privileged to sit on the tourism council locally, and and the tourism council raises money every year from the bed tax and a big chunk of that is going to towards restoring the lagoon and checking our infrastructure there's actually an additional sales tax uh, levied which is also going to the lagoon so hundreds of millions of dollars are being raised to help you know clean up the mess which has really happened over the last 50 60 70 years mm -hmm. you know of not things not being handled properly but uh, you know, sitting on the tourism council, listening to all the different um, agencies that are helping—it's really, mm -hmm. it's really impressive to see how everyone's coming together to uh, to make things better. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very eye-opening too when you see, you know, red tide, which is a seasonal bloom that happens on the Gulf Coast, and just the magnitude that it kind of moved its way even along the East Coast is is something that really kind of shocked a lot of people. I know living on the East Coast, we never have to deal with red tide, but this year we did. So it's good to know that you know fishermen are still happy out there, right? It is. It's very interesting, and really. It's a worldwide problem. Right. I mean, I was actually in England last summer visiting some family, and I was talking to someone in one of the, in the nursing home actually where mm -hmm. my mother was, and he was from Thailand. And I got talking to him about our situation here with red tide and, and lagoon and so on. He said, "Oh, he said it's exactly the same problem we have in in Thailand. One of our most beautiful islands over there is actually shut down right now because of this situation. Wow. So it's a worldwide oh. issue. Mm -hmm. These blooms are happening because of the population growth." and lack of proper maintenance of facilities. So in Brevard County, though, we're getting our arms around it, and things are definitely coming up. And, I mean, it's such a big part of the tourism. You know, not only are you have these festivals, but being on the tourism um, chair, I, on the board, I should say, I mean, is there, is there things that you feel like we can do as a whole a little more to kind of help the seafood, help the, help the wildlife mm -hmm. um, in the water? Mm -hmm. That's a great point. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, the runoff from people's right. lawns, you know, the fertilizer going into the rivers. I mean, I see where we live, I see people fertilizing their lawns, you know, and you see it falling into the, into the lagoon. You know, mm -hmm. people have got to be very aware that what they do affects the water table and, and so on. You know, septic tanks are a big issue. I think there's 310,000 septic tanks up and down the end of a lagoon. A lot of those are 20, 30, 40 years old, need to be replaced, upgraded, and wow. so on. So there's a whole program around refunctioning those and getting those up to date and replacing them and so on. So people can definitely help. Everyone makes a difference. So, you know, definitely encourage you to be aware of that. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us at the uh, tourism office and we can put you in touch with folks who can give you some, some details on how to help. That's great. We're all here. We're always about like getting results for people and looking for ways to assist and things like that. So it's great to know that those resources are available. Uh, so kind of circling back around a little bit to the, to the festival though, like what is like the, what does it mean to the community? Like, I, you're saying it's bringing you know people from all across the state, probably all, and all across the country, business. What? How do? How are people in the area? What's their feeling about all this? Yeah, well, they they get excited, you know, especially with the entertainment. But it's really, you know, when we, our most recent event we had was the Space Coast State Fair in the fall, and it draws 
60,000 people. And you walk through the midways and you see people and they're sort of high-fiving their friends they haven't seen all year. Mm -hmm. It becomes like a, almost like a homecoming in a, yeah. in a sense. So these community festivals are really the only way oftentimes the community gets together. Right. You know, mm -hmm. the malls are kind of slowing down in their traffic, right? Because people are shopping online and so on. Yeah. Used to see people at the mall on Saturday night. People Not don't anymore. go there anymore, right? right? So these festivals are, are really meeting points for the mm -hmm. community, and so people are excited about that. So you, we have a quarter of a million friends, you know, on our Facebook page, and you, the chatter is unbelievable, mm -hmm. you know, about Charlie Daniels or see at the show or soldier music. So, and because of the music that we've had coming in, touches so many different aspects of the community. Mm -hmm. It's bringing in, you know, the whole community. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's they're excited, they're pumped, and they're talking about, you know, what what where they're going to meet at the festival and take pictures with Charlie Daniels after the show and so on. And so we've really tried to select talent that's that's very people friendly too. And it's great to hear that people are like coming together around this and, and that it's it's something that, that brings people together. I mean, so often, especially when you're talking about like the Facebook comments, we see the Facebook comments on yeah. posts all the time, not always. So it's nice to hear that it's like coming together and just like, like you say, it's a community event. It's, it's everyone coming around to get food and fun and music. Yeah, yeah, you know, Charlie Daniels, for example, we booked him, this will be our fourth time hosting Charlie. Really? Over the last 25 years. Mm -hmm. And I remember, uh, you know, after Desert Storm back in, uh, what was that, mid-90s or something like mm -hmm. that, he had this big song, It Ain't No Rag, It's a Flag, that came out. It's number one, you know, big, big song at that moment because mm -hmm. of the, the patriotism of the right. country. Mm -hmm. And he was on CNN, he was on all the big TV stations. And so we had 15,000 people show up for his show back in the day. Oh. <laughs> and Charlie sat out there for hours talking to people, signing autographs. He's so, so good with people and so friendly. And which is nice to see with a big star like that, you know? Yeah, and as a mother of a of almost two-year-old, you know, it's so hard sometimes to find inexpensive, reasonable things to do with the kids where they can learn something, they can try something new. And, and you were saying, I mean, this is for the family, you know, kids can try different things. They can try gator bites, they can try lobster, while also, you know, just having a good time on the carnivals and stuff. So that's just also a great way of kind of spending the day and spending the weekend. It is. I mean, we actually, uh, the Jungle Adventures, I don't know if you've heard of that attraction locally, they're bringing out some small alligators and snakes and spiders and birds. I saw actually what you're talking about, Candice. Mm -hmm. I was at a festival and I saw these kids just absolutely mesmerized by actually holding these big spiders and snakes. Yeah. And so, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> you're turning no, up your nose you. on that one. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, something for everyone. You know, children can go on Panama Pearls pirate ships. They can listen to some, some, you know, some seaside stories from Panama Panama Pearl and meet mm -hmm. Jack Sparrow and I'm so curious about Panama Pearl. I've got an her. image in my head, but I'm not sure if it's going <laughs> to quite marry. Yeah. yeah, she's uh, she's a wonderful lady, and she you know these people love what they do. That's right. the thing; that's their passion. And so this is for them. Again, it's like a big gathering for the whole pirating community. I can guarantee you, people are listening to this podcast, and on their other tablet are probably googling Panama <laughs> Pearl. Panama Pearl. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Because it is just it's so fun and it's so brevard. You know, mm -hmm. we always have these crazy Florida stories, but really, there's some crazy you know central. Florida stories and people in Brevard County I love spending my time there just they're all just so unique and and just interesting so true I mean one one of our food vendors Alan uh, he's actually from Canada mm -hmm. he's, a, he's now Brevard, uh, local Brevard guy he's moved here he is so pumped about bringing his paninis <laughs> his, oh, his yes. delicious coffees he does these seafood uh, wraps and he's just, he calls me about every day, you know, mm -hmm. asking me, <laughs> asking so me for opinions on this item or that <laughs> item. But he is a local guy who's a transplant. He's come into this area. And uh, he's, you know, he's excited just like everyone is. So we're, we're really, uh, our whole team is, is pumped. 
Um, it seems like, you know, with like all the different cuisines coming in from all the different parts of the country, it's really representative of like kind of Florida as a whole. It's such a melting pot. It's no one thing, it's everything. Mm-hmm. And we do have really nice areas for people to sit down. You know, we have covered tents and pavilions areas where they can sit down, grab their food and have a quiet time there to enjoy some music. We have four stages of entertainment going all the time. Um, all sorts of free shows to see inside. And so we try to make it as comfortable and relaxing as fun for people as possible. It's our hometown, you know, so when we put on a party, we want to put on a good one. Right. Absolutely. And when it comes to kind of in the future, kind of planning this out, I mean, are you guys just thinking about growing every single year? Because, I mean, I remember working with you three years ago, and it was at a different location, like you were saying, and now it's just doubling in size. It's just, what is it about it that it just continues to grow every year? Yeah, that's that's a great point. You know, um, Runaway Country was a really popular country festival in our neck of the woods, mm-hmm. and they brought in some big country names. Blake Shelton, I think, was the last big name they brought in. Yeah. They moved it over to Orlando. So there's been a bit of a bit of a vacuum as far as en- big entertainment. So to answer your question is we hope to be able to bring in you know, more uh, more names that people would get excited about, you know, the country names in particular. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to, to you know, talking to AEG. They're, they're our booking agent. Mm-hmm. They help us find these great acts. So we're already looking at that for next year. Yeah, you said it was 12 months of planning. So, like, planning for next year, that starts, what, day after that Monday? After? Yep. Yeah. Sure, we're actually talking about it now. You know, we're already talking Oof. to who might be coming, swinging through Florida and so on. So, you know, it's, um, and as, as you have a venue like this and partners like uh, New Six working with us, it really helps to attract those big names, you know. So we really appreciate working with Candice and, and you guys over mm-hmm. here. It's wonderful. Is there something you're looking forward to most out of this event this year? The end. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, no, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I just enjoy working with the people, you know, mm-hmm. they, uh, you know, they, they, these people, especially the food vendors, you know, they right. travel all over the place. And, um, you know, to, to meet them, get to know them, there's some real characters, you know, just to, to, to meet them and become mm-hmm. friends with them over the years. And, and they really take a lot of pride in what they do. And so those are the folks we look to work with. And what does this mean to them, like, individually? Have you heard, like, them saying, like, oh, you know, this has really helped out my business? And Yeah, they, they appreciate what we do. You know, they appreciate the effort and the commitment and, the, and really the risk, because it is a risk. It's mm-hmm. an outdoor event, and, you know, you guys are in charge of taking care of the weather, Don't right? look at me. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Candace. <laughs> I'm a weather producer and meteorologist. I, that doesn't mean I produce the weather. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, on that point, you know, we, we actually used to be in the middle of February with this right. festival, so we moved it a bit later to, um, you know, to take advantage of this March, Smart guy. March weather, we hope. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, four days. Um, so if we get uh, a little inclement weather one day, chances are it'll be great the other three days. So Listen, you're not shoveling snow, so most people mm-hmm. would not w- worry or bother. Exactly. So the guys are out there getting the site ready. Um, we have a, I want to tell you about Krusty the Crab. Did okay. I tell you about yes. that? Yes, you told me. And the, no, this is not a medical condition. I'm going to move on with that one. Uh, <laughs> we have Krusty has arrived at, uh, at Space Coast Daily Park. He's a 60-foot uh, beautiful crab. We've mm-hmm. had people stopping by getting their pictures taken 60 with 60 feet, like 6-0. Six 6-0, zero. Six zero. Yeah, he's a rather large inflatable crab, but uh, and it looks so real. I have to mm-hmm. show you some. We'll get some pictures so people can see it. But Absolutely. he's out there, and people are driving by. And of course, Stadium Parkway is one of the huge thoroughfares mm-hmm. in Brevard. You know, gets tons of traffic. So mm-hmm. people are pumped. Krusty's ready. Uh, lobster is rolling in. Ooh. And all the fresh snapper Ba-dum-tsh. and grouper, and oh, I, I can't wait. Eating is is a mm-hmm. big part of my life, <laughs> as you can tell from my size. Oh, you stop it. But if you just if we run into you while we're there, 
What's the one thing that you need to s sit down and enjoy? A plate of what? You know, there's, there's this Thai food. I, I, I particularly enjoy Thai food. Mm -hmm. And so there's some really great restaurants in Brevard we go to a lot. But this gentleman coming in from South Florida, I can't pronounce his name. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but he is, uh, I'm going to be stopping there and enjoying. Mm -hmm. I'll be one of his best customers, I think. Do you remember the name of the, uh, the stand? I'll have to get that to you. I okay. can't pronounce it. <laughs> he knows where it's located on his map. His, yes. His big uh, and that rolled, uh, blueprint. That, that uh, rolled ice cream is, is cool, too. Well, I want to tell you also about this really phenomenal. It's the largest ice cream truck in the world coming it's coming largest oh. ice cream truck yes okay it's 40 Tell me more it's 44 feet long and this wonderful lady local lady works at the space center her and her husband have, uh, took this bus from up in cleveland i think it was they've completely remodeled this this bus added a second story on it <laughs> so you can buy nitrogen you know frozen Ooh. ice cream in this thing and go upstairs on the top deck have your ice cream listen to the music Look at the whole festival. So it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing that, that one. Sounds awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just love, and that's what you're saying. There's, there's people from here who say, let's open an ice cream truck, but we're going to flip it on its head and try something different. Yeah. It's I amazing. Love that. These people are totally committed. And you said she works at the Space Center. Is she, she like is. an engineer? Or? Um, it wouldn't surprise me because they've engineered <laughs> it. sounds ice like cream yeah. <laughs> nitrogen in, you know, ice cream is, is really neat, and mm -hmm. you can pick out all the flavors that go with it. It's called the Cosmos Ice Cream. Ooh so astronauty. Oh, I love yeah, it. Exactly. I love it. So Space Coast. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So check out, you can see it on the website, spacecoastseafoodfestival.com. All pictures are there and all the details of all the vendors. So check that out. It shows all the show times of everything that's going on uh, all weekend. Like I said, the Swamp Cowboys Alligator Wrestling. Okay. Talk what to about me. that one, Talk Candace? To me. You gonna are they good looking? Wrestle an, al <laughs> wrestle an alligator? The alligators, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's going to be cool. They're, they're really, they're coming from Tampa. They mm -hmm. come across the state, and they have a whole show they put on for about 30 minutes. And then we have uh, a guy from Europe who puts on a, actually a motorcycle stunt show. Okay. Hmm. So there's, that one I like. There's a little bit of different, you know, seafood and motorcycles. They go together, right? Well, Brevard, I mean, there's such great roads in Brevard. So I know motorcyclists love being out there. So mm -hmm. why not do a cool show for yeah. them? I was going to say, I mean, you know, with all the with all the cyclists we have around here, I'm surprised you had to import one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they're uh, they're pretty cool. They also have a globe of death, you know, where the motorcycles mm. go round and round and that thing. People always, that's a big crowd pleaser. Absolutely love that. What is it about those things that everyone just loves so much? Yeah, it's the noise and the fumes and, mm -hmm. you know, the excitement. <laughs> will, he, will he fall over? You know, these guys never fall. They're that amazing. Yeah. The crab oh, God, cake. Oh, just... wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Panama Pearl, you know, there's, uh, they have a mermaid contest. I want to talk about that a Ooh, little bit. Okay. You Actually, Candace, mermaid. Okay. What do you think? I can do that. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think more than a pirate, I could think of more of a mermaid. Mermaid. Mm -hmm. All right. Perfect. So what is what yes. is the requirements? <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. All right. So I'm gonna be out there Saturday. So. Uh, yeah. Well, the mermaid contest is on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. And it uh, you can register any time between 10 o'clock in the morning and 12:30. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's different age groups. And Panama Pearl will be organizing people in different age groups, and then they have judges, pirating judges, who sit down and they. They interview the mermaids and look at their costumes and how much effort they put into it. And uh, the mermaids are crowned. Okay, so you go there for the food, the music, and for people watching, I guess is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. People yes. watching. That, that's, that's, uh, there was a gentleman who actually wrote to us a few days ago, and he has, he has created this whole pirating costume, which is entirely covered in shells. So, like, you know the movie Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. It looks exactly like one of those, and he's all covered his whole face in shells and his hat. It's amazing. I mean, it's really wow. impressive. And he's coming out from, I think, South Florida. 
So he's yeah, not people being paid. Watching. He's just showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These people just show up, and uh, you know, they make a whole weekend of it. You know, at least he gave you some warning <laughs> to celebrate. Yeah. There's so. a shell guy that's walking through here. Did you pay him? <laughs> yeah, people get the pictures taken with them, and, mm-hmm. and the kids just love it. There's a gentleman who has a parrot rescue up in uh, Brevard County. He rescues okay. parrots. Oh wow! Like that's what he does. Yeah. So he's coming out with all his birds. So he'll be an exhibit as well. People can come and, and meet him and and. Uh, check out all the great work he does helping you know stranded parrots yeah mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm trying to think of what was my favorite food while you're here, here talking about parrots mm-hmm. i'm mm-hmm. thinking what was my favorite food that i had at the seafood festival mm-hmm. i mean i'm really trying to think mm-hmm. there's a family owned that they do this whole seafood that they have like a whole booth like a buffet uh-huh. of just all the different things you can pick from and it's like the mom's in the back mm-hmm. yelling at her sons going give her some more food and I mean, oh, it's yeah. just like a fan. I mean, and they're from mm-hmm. from Brevard, mm-hmm. and it's just it's so great to see kind of like families and locals, you know, mm-hmm. doing something in their in their own mm-hmm. town. There's there's one gentleman who serves up uh, seafood hot dogs. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So sure. Yes, he, he has the old beef ones as well, but he also that's does, boring. Yeah, I know seafood hot dog. Like, oh god, you can't dare your friend to eat a beef hot dog. Yeah. So they have they have hot dogs with all sorts of different seafood mm-hmm. toppings as well. How about cheese curds? I'm mm-hmm. I'm going I'm game for that. Are you a cheese curd mm-hmm. girl? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to be. I love cheese curds personally. Yeah. You know, so I Fried cheese. It. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. <laughs> he's making me hungry. My lips are <laughs> chopping. But he's coming in with his cheese curds. Can't remember his name now, but he's coming in for Wisconsin. With oh, his okay. So setup. he's legit. He's yeah. definitely legit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be his best customer again. So, <laughs> you didn't bring any food with you. I'm looking at your briefcase. Well, I'm looking that's here. That's next week. Oh, next, next week. week. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, the seafood buffet coming over <laughs> from the Space Coast. Can't wait. So. Um, other question I wanted to ask you is local businesses too. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of these are kind of mom and pop stores. You know, you have the mm-hmm. the uh, seafood markets. I mean, what are they saying about this? Just kind of being able to do something homegrown like this. Sure, it's a great question. So, a lot of our vendors, you know, they travel in from all, all parts and mm-hmm. they they look to source the best local fresh fish. You know, so we're putting them in touch with you know our local vendors at mm-hmm. the Atlantic uh, Seafood Market, Wild Ocean Seafood Market, the two main ones at the port. So they're, you know, communicating with each other, let them know what fish are, are, are being caught right now. And so they can kind of plan that into their, for their chefs as to mm-hmm. what they're going to prepare and how they're going to prepare it. So, so it's all fresh, seasonal. Yeah. So you look at what's coming in at that particular moment. And that's how they often design their menus for the last, you know, for that last particular period. So it's fresh and, and unique. So good. Yeah. Nothing like, you know, I don't know about you, but lobster. Oh, man. Mm. Lobster tails, mm-hmm. drawn butter, you know, oh. all seasoned oh. nicely. So and then good. shrimp, steamed shrimp with Old Bay seasoning. Okay, that's keep going. Just keep, talking, <laughs> yeah. Just keep talking. Oh I'm yeah, the, the corn eyes. nuggets, seafood mm-hmm. nuggets. You mm-hmm. know, deep fried. You got that beautiful grouper that's just just battered just perfectly. You like fish and chips? Oh uh, yeah. Fish and chips is of course me. Well, it's you know, it's very British. We have a really good fish and chip guy. I had to have that, obviously, right? <laughs> so, chips are perfect. Fish is really you know haddock, golden brown, and they have a beautiful place as well. Mm-hmm. Place fish. Wow. So you're, you're talking, but your head's looking like a fish now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like... Crusty the crab. Yeah, I right? know, yes. right there. Uh, so I'm, I'm relatively new to Central Florida. Uh, say I'm going, I want to plan like one day to go to this festival. What's the day to go? What's the thing to see? Yeah, well, that's a great question, but I'm going to answer it 
I'm going to kind of avoid the question because it depends. You know, so you've got, political. You've got the <laughs> symphony orchestra Thursday. Well, it depends your music, right? Yeah. The food's yeah. there the whole time. Yeah, so Thursday night is the symphony. Mm-hmm. Classic music, you know, Music of the Night by Andrew Lloyd Webber with a fantastic mm-hmm. orchestra mm-hmm. I mentioned. Friday night, we flip it on its head and we go reggae. Yeah, man. You know, so Soja. Okay. Which is one of the most popular reggae bands in the world. I think so a lot of their videos have 40, 50 million dollar view, um, million views, you know, so they're very popular. They're drawing people from their fans, you know, follow them literally mm-hmm. around, this, around the country. It's like our oh. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it literally is. dozens it of things. It is now, anyway. <laughs> after this. So Kimani Marley will open mm-hmm. up for Soja on Friday night. Bob okay. Marley's, one of Bob Marley's sons, mm-hmm. uh, will play uh, Friday night before Soja. And he'll play his, his original music, a lot of the old favorites from, from the Marley era. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Kimani Marley will start at around 8 o'clock on Friday night. And he'll, they'll play for about an hour. And then Soja will come on about 9.30. And they'll play for an hour and a half. And so that whole night is reggae. You know, if you like reggae music, oh, yeah. you're going to mm-hmm. hear something you love. You know, and of course, with the seafood and all the shows. Good dance music. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everyone, a good vibe will be going on that night for sure. And that's Friday night, the uh, March the uh, 8th. And then Saturday is the country day, country music. Mm-hmm. Got to have hey, country music. Well, right? hello, it's Brevard. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, the festival opens at 10 in the morning on Saturday and goes all day, all night through midnight. And there's music and activity all day. So you want to come out early that day and, and get situated and get yourself ready for the big concert that night. Mm-hmm. So at 7 o'clock, um, Cadillac 3, they play, uh, they're like the opener. Mm-hmm. Cadillac 3 is like one of these up-and-coming modern country bands, mm-hmm. hoping to be the next Georgia, you know, Georgia Southern Line, right? Georgia, mm-hmm. Florida, Georgia, Georgia Line. Florida Line, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, they play for about an hour, and then comes Charlie Daniels, right? Mm. Legend of country music. Devil went down to Georgia. Yes. Everyone's looking forward to that. My nephew went to a Charlie Daniels band concert and caught a drumstick in the forehead and the, he wanted to stay, but the medics were like making him go. And the, the band felt so bad, they sent him a bunch of like signed autographs no and way. stuff. Yeah, this is like 10 years ago or so. And yeah, it was so. Lucky guy. I mean, yes. He should actually be in the pirating encampment with a, with a <laughs> drumstick in his head. There you go. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll avoid that at our event. But that's uh, Friday. Uh, Saturday is Cadillac 3 at 7, then chums Charlie Daniels. Mm-hmm. And then um, Travis Tritt. He closes the show at 9.30. So, he, you know, he's great. I, I mean, Travis, a lot of people are very excited about him yeah. with his TV show right now and all he's of that. He's so great. He's so great. Yeah, I was, I was actually, when we were booking, we looked up. Um, so Travis Tritt and George Strait, they were sort of the mid-90s. They were the playing at the Super Bowl. You know, mm-hmm. they were major country stars back then. And so he's got all, I think he's got 16 big hits. And so he'll play all hits show, you know, at 9.30 that night and he'll close the show. And so it's Travis and Charlie are like the headliners mm-hmm. and Cadillac 3 are the opening band on, on Saturday. And, that, and let me just talk about that for a second because uh, I was looking at uh, those artists playing around the country and the ticket prices. Mm-hmm. You know, you pay 50, 60 bucks just to see Charlie Daniels. It's ridiculous, by right? Himself. So we, we were able to put together this, this package. So it's $29 for a ticket to come see Charlie Daniels, Travis Tritt, and the Cadillac 3. And that includes you a ticket to see the concert and gets you into the festival. So it's a great value. Mm-hmm. And the kids love, you know, Devil Went Down. My, little, my oh, yes. son used to sing that song all the time, right? I mean, I can't sing it because I don't know all the words, <laughs> but it's a great day. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have to work on that when you okay. come out. <laughs> Charlie, and you can get the fiddle out. But, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. You know, people are just so excited about that particular day, Country Day. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, we flip it over on its head again. One more time. Yeah, Southern Rock with Molly Hatchet, right? Why not? Yeah, 
you know, so they're the big southern rockers, and it's a mm -hmm. free concert. There's no charge for that concert. You pay to come into the festival, $8 in advance or $10 at the gate. That includes mm -hmm. uh, Sunday's big concert. So, um, you know, like I said, something for everyone. Different really types is. of music each day. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Now, anyone who's listening to our podcast, if you see this tall, handsome British guy running around with his head cut off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Making yeah. sure... Give him, give him something Give me good. a hug. Give, him, give him a yeah. hug. Give him yeah. a high five. You guys yeah. work so hard all thank year you. round thank to you. do such a great event. Um, but it's thank you. We can't wait to you. see you guys out there. It's so kind of you to have us over, and we're, we couldn't be more pleased to be working with you guys. It's always, always a pleasure. So everyone can come out and see all the folks from New Six on Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. We got you set up right at the main gate. Yes. Is it next to the big party tent? Travis Trick. Next to the Panama Pearl, actually. <gasps> uh -huh. What? Yeah. There you go. I have to get a go. few little trinkets for you to wear and, mm -hmm. and get that pirating <laughs> you know feeling going. Yeah. <laughs> Lined up perfectly for Looking the mermaid contest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be there throughout all Saturday. I know Matt Austin wanted specifically to be there when his guys came on stage later on that night. Yep. So. Also yeah. taking part in the mermaid contest. Yes, yes. Matt Austin <laughs> will be a mermaid later. Well, you guys will be introducing the big act Saturday night. Um, you know, so everyone get your tickets. Ticketmaster.com okay. is where you get your tickets. They're selling very quickly for the big concerts. Awesome. Well, Giles Malone, thank you so much. Can't wait to see you guys out there. Thank you, Candice. It's really, really nice of you to have this over, and we want to thank you, too. Thank you for listening to our first episode of Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our special guest, Giles Malone, from Space Coast Daily. You can check out SpaceCoastDaily.com for all the happenings around the Space Coast. Again, our host is Candice Campos. Please follow her online. You can find her on Twitter. Just search for Candice News 6. And on Facebook, search Candice Campos News 6. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. You can find videos of all of our podcasts on clickorlando.com slash podcasts. Please share those on social media. That really helps us out. And be sure to check out our other podcast, Florida's Fourth Estate, hosted by Matt Austin and Ginger Gadsden.